He's not going to work at the lumber yard. Well, he isn't going to be a caddy all his life, is he? Now we know that song. Yeah, I should have got you the Kenny Loggins drop that we had from the Mike and Molson back in the day where he he was letting you know that there's no uh, homosexual over undertones for playing with the boys <laughs> for Top Gun. When okay, we, sure. We, him. we should have found that for you. Sure. <laughs> it's a WMAY, the Jim Leach show. Sans Jim Leach at the moment. That is I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins. Famously opens Caddyshack, one of the funniest movies ever, and one of my favorite movies. I don't know about you, Mike. It is a classic. Yes. Cad- Caddyshack's a classic. When you look at that, the, the cast that was in there, Bill Murray, a young Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Rodney Dangerfield, and a, a fantastic role for him, really fit his, his kind of comedic styling, uh, Chevy Chase. Everything just fit right together in that particular film. Um, could you remake it today the way you made it back then? I don't, don't know, know for certain, but it is a classic film with a lot of hilarious comedy and great, great comedians in that particular one. And as with most things in Hollywood, if something is successful and makes you a little bit of money, why not make another one? Like why Hangover. Not? Hangover was fine. Hangover 2, not so great. Never saw Hangover 3 because I heard how terrible it was. Yeah, no, that is that is uh, yeah, that is is what happens. And we are going to get into the aforementioned uh, sequel to Caddyshack. But to, to, get, to get, put some perspective or maybe a nice little trip down memory lane, I have a couple of clips from Caddyshack I want to play. that just th- These are some just brilliant moments of comedy and, and even just, just you know, the great writing uh, by this, uh, by Harold Ramis and others who worked on this. Uh, this is... The classic, and you will know this right away, Mike. When uh, when Rodney Dangerfield first comes oh, onto the scene, yeah, I love and he's this in the, one. and he's in the shop, yeah, oh, yeah, getting, it's, fa- it's fantastic. And, and uh, the whole schmear, the whole schmear. Let's play it. It's just about uh, fifteen seconds here. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's saying that to Ted Knight. Oh, another oh, great Ted Knight was so Ted, good. He played such a great foil. Yeah, he's he's the snobby owner of the of Bushwood Estates, and he um, and he yeah he's wearing the hat that Rodney's like this is the ugliest thing. And he gives him a Don Rickles, and he's like Ugh, you know does yeah. like a huge eye roll. Eyes go in the back of his head, and he just like takes off the hat and throws it down. It's just hilarious. Uh, and then we also have because uh, we also want to talk about Chevy Chase a bit because Chevy Chase is funny in this. But he has the more completely like dry sense of humor. And this is early on in the movie. This is another classic moment where Ty, his character's name is Ty. He's teaching his caddy, Danny, uh, how to uh, how to putt. And he blindfolds him and tells him to be the ball. It's great. Let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like okay. that. Okay, I'm not talking. Stop talking. Like, where'd it go? Right in the lumber yard. <laughs> right in the lumber yard. He's talking about the lumber yard, of course. Before that, uh, hilarious movie, and it's every time it's on. It is one of those movies similar to Goodfellas. Every time it's on TV, I got to stop it and watch at least most, if not all of it, because it extremely quotable and amazing movie. I was gonna say, and because it did so well, it was uh, you know made thirty nine million dollars at the box office, which today's standard doesn't seem a lot, but remember back then. 
not you lower ticket prices, everything else. So it was profitable for the studio. Yes. Which is why they decided to make Caddyshack 2, mm-hmm. which we're going to discuss here. Now, what most people don't probably realize about Caddyshack 2, universally panned one of the worst movies, oh, 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. That much, huh? Yeah, wow. 4%. But here's the thing. Originally, Harold Ramis actually has a writing credit for Caddyshack 2. Hmm. And the reason being, according to Harold Ramis before he passed away, the only reason he got involved is because the project was going to focus on the Rodney Dangerfield character. Okay. Dangerfield was going to star in it, and so Ramis was like, I don't think it's a great idea, but if I don't write it, I don't know who will, and it could be terrible. And so Rodney Dangerfield's like, I need you to do the, do me a salad. Ramis came in. They started writing the script. Okay. Dangerfield had problems with the the, the company, the movie company, the theater production company. And so he pulls out of it at the last moment. That's when mm-hmm. Harold Ramis is like, okay, they're going to shelve it, not going to do anything. That's when he gets a knock on his door saying, hey, we're going to go to New York to talk to Jackie Mason. Mm-hmm. At that point, Harold Ramis said, this is a terrible idea. I don't <laughs> think we should do it. He said he tried his darndest to get his name pulled off of the writing credit. But in deference to the production company, they said, if you do that, the box office may tank even more. So that's why Ramis is like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll let my name be associated with the project. But it was not the movie that Harold Ramis originally envisioned no, when you get not. Caddyshack 2 and Jackie Mason. No, and uh, I'm going to play I'm gonna play a bit of the trailer here for Caddyshack 2 because, like, like we said, classic movie. People were waiting, what, eight years? This came out in 88 mm-hmm. to get the sequel to this movie. All sorts of problems. Rodney Dangerfield, you said, dropping out. Uh, all sorts of different changes to it. And Jackie Mason coming in. We'll talk a bit about Jackie Mason coming up as well. But I want to play a little bit of the trailer. Uh, we're going to take a short break, a little update of the weather. And then we're going to come right back and give you the review. Give you the review. Okay. All of our wonderful, wonderful remarks about Caddyshack 2 of this great, great movie. Here's a bit of the trailer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chevy Chase. Let's no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. What goes around comes around. Welcome back to Caddyshack. Hey, Ty, you're looking well. Hey, nice to see you, Vinny. Uh, Ted, whatever. Bushwood Country Club. So, you want to join old Bushwood, huh? Where snobbery is a way of life. We just don't feel your Bushwood material. I want to buy Bushwood Country Club. Well, let me ask you this. Do I own it? But now its members are going to get what they deserve. What do you think? Isn't it great? That's great. Randy Quaid. Good Mm -hmm. God. The Shack is back. All right. So, I know we got to go to weather yes. and go to a break, but something I didn't realize until today, What's doing that? my research before this particular segment, is that a member of Wilson Phillips plays the one of the bad guys in this particular movie. Hmm. China Phillips plays... China Phillips. That's right. That's another one. Yeah, yeah she plays She's, Miffy. She, and, and I don't know how old her character is supposed to be in this, but... Uh, Eight years later, in 1995, I guess, or maybe it was seven years later, she did Bye Bye Birdie and played 16-year-old Kim McAfee. <laughs> so she definitely looks a bit more the age of whatever that character would have been in this movie. But yes, China Phillips is one of the this. mean girls in yes, this one. So one of the snobby yes, people so. who are at odds with. I've been talking about the classic golf comedy Caddyshack, and we just started to talk about its sequel, Caddyshack 2. Starring Jackie Mason, Robert Stack, 
Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd and China Phillips. So And Jonathan Silverman. And Jonathan Silverman. That's right. So, Jackie Mason is the man they got to do the Rodney Dangerfield part. <laughs> now, when you listen to his stand-up, now this is stand-up from 1961. This is back when he was on the Ed Sullivan Show. You listen to his stand-up, and he's got a similar sort of style to telling jokes that he did. Take a listen. You're trouble. You hate your sister. I said, I haven't got a sister. He said, I can't help you if you won't cooperate. That's him talking about a you know a psychiatrist and that's the thing about Caddyshack too yeah universally panned 4% Rotten Tomatoes now as a kid growing up so 1988 uh, I don't want to date myself but I was you know right right around where the wheelhouse is where this ends up being the biggest right. difference too is Caddyshack the original rated R yes and, 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 it, and it leans into that mm-hmm. Caddyshack 2 is rated PG but still kind of leans into our territory. A little bit, but is but it doesn't it's not as effective because you're not getting the payoffs. No. And not. basically you have the exact same archetypes. They tried to make the exact same movie. Yeah. But it was a failed experiment because Jackie Mason, God love him, funny guy, he's not Ronnie Dangerfield. No. Uh, he's not. Jonathan Silverman is not great as Danny Noonan because nope. Silverman at that point had become a bigger star. He had Weekend and Bernie's and everything else going yeah. on. So that didn't that part didn't play out. And you weren't as emotionally invested in Noonan taking down the establishment. No, because and, and we played the clip at the beginning because you see him, he's from this huge family, you know, the dad's like, which one of these are you? You know. Yeah, right. But but you know, he's saving up for college and he's he's you know trying to get in with the snobs to get the scholarship and uh, you know, I won't give the it, everybody's seen. I know I give the whole movie away, but you know, he's he, yeah, he he's working up to it and he realizes does he want to throw away who he is just to get some money for college? Does he want to have some fun? The class and take down the establishment. The, like class, the class war theme is still there, but it's played to ridiculous heights. It's, yeah. Where he t- turns it into Jackie's wacky golf Pretty much. at some point. I will say this. Not only are, are you having other actors playing basically same roles as the actors played in Caddyshack 1, you then have Randy Quaid basically playing Cousin Eddie from <laughs> from, from vacation films yeah. as a lawyer. He, that is like one of the, the weirdest things because he's... Because the thing is, you, you don't see... You, 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 you realize that, or you kind of think that Rodney Dangerfield's character, he would have some sort of... Because he's like, hey, he's like, you can't sue me. He's like, oh, with the, the sheriff, I built this condo. You know, he's like yelling all this stuff. But the way he's so all over the place, you know this is a guy that, as loudmouth as he is, he has power. But yeah, Quaid comes in and he's doing this thing and he's like yelling at them at the board meeting and he's like, I'm going to rip your head off and shove whatever, you know, and he's, it's just, it, and it is all over the place, his performance, and it is just weird. I, I will say this, in Caddyshack's two defense, there is one nugget of truth in that movie. It's mm-hmm. the, it's a wonderful soliloquy that I can't believe I said Caddyshack too in soliloquy, <laughs> but Randy Quaid shows up to play golf with Robert Stack at mm-hmm. Jackie's Wacky Golf, and has this nugget in within his speech saying the problem with golf is it's for wusses. <laughs> There's no contact there, and then said, "Why don't you 
and I play one-on-one golf where you guys try to put the ball in the hole, I protect the hole, we'll put some pads on, and then we'll have ourselves a sport. Yeah, and he does the whole. That, so yeah. there we go. And then he, they'd show up at like a hockey rink. One of the golf, uh, one of the holes ends up being. Yeah. Um, it's just patently ridiculous. Yeah. So, and do you remember uh, right before the commercial break, we played a bit of the trailer for you? Do you remember how much Chevy Chase you heard in the trailer? That's how much he's in the movie. He yeah. is. He he shows up every thirty minutes to say, "Whoops." I have a thing, and he runs off the camera right, and that's it. Even he knew. Even he knew this. I ain't doing this. Yeah. A guy who did Funny Farm and some other movies that were not that great, uh, even he knew he was in a stinker. Yeah. And so he's just like, "Give give me my paycheck, I'll say my lines, and move on. And then you have... Go ahead. He's in a robe the whole time, too. You know, yeah. you know, he just walked out of his trailer. He's like, ah, you know, I own the place. Let me just walk around. And the biggest thing that bugs me the most about Caddyshack 2 is the fact that Dan Aykroyd's trying to play Bill Murray. I was, oh my goodness, I have the clip right here. And it is, because, you know, that, that they is, do the exact the same worst, jokes. That is the worst one. Robert Stack, and I have a clip of Robert Stack real quickly before we go to news as well. Robert Stack is is not Ted Knight either. No. He, he, he plays a good stuffy guy, but not even on the level of Ted of Ted Knight going, oh, did you hear about the Catholic boy and the black man who went to heaven? <laughs> like to the priest, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, and, you know, being, and Robert Stack is, he's just, Sort of does this thing. Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, basically. Unsolved mysteries, why this movie was made. Basically. But no. Oh my God. Here's the scene where he meets Dan. Dan Aykroyd is like this military guy, but he literally is doing Bill Murray. Bill Murray worked because he originally had no lines and all he did was ad lib. And he was just, and and the joke is that he was high and he was drinking all the time. So he was always out of it. But yeah, it, it seems like this character just has problems. I don't know. Let me play this clip for you. Better suited for this type of covert recon than a barf wagon. <laughs> Order something. It's easy, it's easy. How many not that it's hungry? A, it's a food truck. Typical. Might I remind you that sacrifice is the key to the survival of your country? Or in this case, your country club. That's enough of that. Yeah. yeah I, I, that, <laughs> that's he, the biggest. Of, do you like that voice, by the way? Because he does it the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the biggest <laughs> aversion to me is the fact that he tries to do Bill Murray uh, from Caddyshack. And it's like, Ackroyd, you're better than that, man. So, so much better than that. The I, last one I have is just a little bit of a little bit of humor from the. Uh, from the uh, from uh, Jackie Mason humor, I put in quotes. This is when he's horse riding, and of course, you can guess he's better at horse riding than Robert Stack. Here we go, and you'll get some, of course, some one-liners out of this. Hold on tight, grip with your knees. Let the animal do all the work. Sounds like my wedding night. <laughs> your horse has quite a gas problem. It's not the horse. Uh, okay. The true staple of a fine film, well placed fart. We joke. did not even scratch this. This movie is so. There, there's a part where they have a slave auction in it. I'm not making that part up. It's called I, a civil slave auction. I, I, I know I got to get ready for news here. <laughs> you have and stack, to. Get, I know. And stack a cast, we're, but we're, I do think we may have to start a podcast. We have to where we break down each and every scene of Kenny. No, we, we have to. We have to shoot. We should do a live commentary. Of it. Yeah, mean, we probably really. should. Yeah. In that case, anyways, like you. Said, Said, we're late for news. I know Mike has got to get into the newser. Mike, thank you so much for joining me. We're thank sure you, we're going to do another movie review like this at some point as well.